Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another Sparty 160EN podcast. Podcast number 83. I named it back-to-back dubs. I don't know if you guys seen that or not. Because we just got back-to-back dubs. I'm still hyped. But let's go st- straight to the cohorts to Zoe. Starting off with my main man, Christian. How are you doing, bro? I am honestly still a little, a little shocked, to be honest. Feeling good. Uh, sole possession of second place. Game was a little bit in doubt there, but um, turned it on when it mattered. Some really good changes. And, uh, yeah, excited to talk about it. Exactly, exactly. And, of course, last but not least, my other main man, Steph. Steph, how you doing, bro? Um, I'm feeling pretty good. We're in second place, just two points away from Benfica. Uh, we already played one of the big teams, the Football Court. That's why we lost the two points. We should have won that game if they didn't rob us of the penalty. Yeah. But besides that, I'm feeling pretty good. And uh, today was a great win. Tough win against a, a super, super, super defensive team, like we say in the Portuguese uh, uh, slang. Uh, yeah facts they really did um we'll get into that in a second let's just go straight into the uh the twitter questions first starting off with our guy uh joel da silva who was in the uh chat earlier joel uh joel leon underscore 073 uh he asks Am I the only one that feels that the 3-4-3 just doesn't suit our current squad? We don't have good enough CBs to fill the third position to fill three positions. And for the only two positions in the midfield, we have too many players. Uh 4-1-2-3 would suit us much better, I think. Ruben Amuring is just being stubborn, in my opinion. He then shows like a picture um, of a lineup. He has Adan in go in uh, in net, Nunu Minj, Fidal, Quatch, and Boru. In the back line with Pelinga, João Mario, and Pet, and um, Pot only- in the midfield, and then Nuno Santos, Sporar, and Jovan on the wings. Uh, he also has a second picture. Let me just quickly see. Oh, that's basically uh, the lineup we have now. So, yeah, what do you? I, I think he has a decent argument there. What do you? What do you think, Steph? Is there any way you can put that on the screen? I honestly. Yeah, let me try. I'll try to throw it on here. I, I literally have thought the exact same thing. Like, I like the system, yeah. but we don't have the personnel right now. Like, truthfully, like, in the first half, Jovan was dropping so deep to to, to get the ball. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, not for nothing. That's that's what I play with when I'm playing FIFA uh, with Sporting. <laughs> False Okay, yeah, let me... Well, yeah, or, or I'll just have like a 4 3 sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, let's see. No, 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 share. All right. Do you guys see my screen? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Perfect. I do. So this is what he has, basically. He has Jovan. Like, he, he already, sorry, he has Sporar, Nunsanch. I like that little switch that you can do. You know, you could play Jovan at the false nine, saying mm-hmm. that Ruben Amorim doesn't like a striker. There. Yeah, even João Mario at right wing, I think it's a good shout because uh, I was just thinking this today. It's like, where is João Mario going to fit if we do only play two midfielders? Or, or like, I mean, we have like we, we spot. All right. Well, yeah. the 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 uh, the Daniel Bragança has got to be Pelinha. Yeah. It's Pelinha for sure. Yeah. I mean, he was an anchor today. I, it wasn't even his best game, but he's just solid, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, or even, and I think Daniel Bragança can't play that deep anyways. I think he's more of an attacking player. Yeah. Because when he came more. on, he changed a lot today. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Dude, this for this three mid we were, were more suited to have three midfielders, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With the amount of midfielders we have, we definitely. I know. <laughs> it's like the one position. This is another. This is another decent shout from Joel. I guess the the only uh, like he has uh, pot sort of on the right wing, or I guess that's what we played today. Never mind. Yeah, that's what we played today. Uh, anyways, let me go into the next question. Uh, coming in from Miguel Murata. Not really Sporting related, but wondering, considering the shit show that is current uh, Lemp election, what's your take on I voting? Saudades Leoninas, my dude, and good so show. Saudades Leoninas, my boy. What do you guys think? I mean, we've talked about this before. Obviously, we, we support it. Um, we support it in principle. I think that I speak for all of us. We support it in principle. I mean... Saying you uh, the current president has also voiced support for this in the in the past, um, but then really has never showed a plan. Really, never really like was it like his buddy's software company they were going to use? Like, if we're going to half-ass it like that, then I mean, obviously, I don't support it. But like, if we're going to do it correctly um, and set up a pin, have the right security, um, I think that this is something that should be supported by most sporting fans to you know increase the voting. Not only just the presidential AGs, but the AGs like on all the other stuff. Because I mean, I'd love to have a say in stuff like that, but right now it's only the presidential uh, elections, and it's mail a ballot overseas and hope for the best. So, not really that great of a system. And uh, speaking of voting, man, close eye on the uh, the Benfica elections tonight. Such a big turnout that they're going to be. We're probably not even going to know the winner tonight. It feels like unless it's going to be very late. But yeah, for sure. Off topic, I think so too. But yeah. Cal any Steph, any thoughts on that too? I know you're very vocal on that too, on I voting. Um, I'm in favor of the I voting if everything is uh is uh up to speed and everything is legit, if there's no cheating, of course uh, I'm all for that. Uh my friend, uh, my good friend Alfred Alfred Fumasas, he's a he's a big Bayfikista fan. He, uh, he kind of explained it to me. He had to call Portugal. He was waiting for like 22 minutes, and they gave him a PIN number, and then he was able to vote from the U.S. Uh, so so it seems like Bifica found a way to safely do it, uh, and, and, that's, and that's good uh, because for me and, and you and Chris, whoever pays cortes overseas, uh, I would like to vote. Because I'm paying cutters, so why shouldn't I vote? I'm not going to go all the way down mm -hmm. to Lisbon. It's not fair that only Lisboetas get to vote. When you, me, Chris, Nando, uh, Sam, uh, Patrick, we 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 bleed sporting. We love sporting. We suffer as much as sportingistas, and we we pay our uh, our cutters and we buy the merchandise. So why shouldn't we be able to vote? That's the one thing. Well, actually, we'll talk about it. But that's that's the the few things I agree with Verandes because he's been okay the last fifteen days defending Sporting, which I like it. Um, and we'll talk about that. But uh, yeah, I think I think that's that's good for for the Bifikishes, uh like the Canadians Bifikishes and the 
the American Befiquistas and French and whatever overseas that they able to vote uh, via I voting. Yeah, for sure. Um, next question comes in from Alkshit Youth uh, at Alkshit Youth, uh, our boy all the way from Germany. He asks, who should be our starting goalkeeper, Maxi or Adan? Do you guys agree that Pot is the best signing from Veranda so far? Um, Steph, do you think Pot's the best signing so far? He's one of the best signing and so far so good. I mean, he, he has scored, if I'm not mistaken, three goals. Am I correct? Yep. Yeah. Three goals, yeah, uh, with the, the goal today. Uh, he's one of the best signings. I like uh, Nunsens. Um, I like also uh, the um, Brigazza coming back. He, he was not, you know, a, a signing, but he came back. I like Poho. Uh, I like uh, Fedal. He brings consistency. He's not he's not as good as Machir. We all agree on that. But Machir was, was hurt a lot of times. Uh, so, yeah, so far so good. I like it. I like Sporad. Sporad, is, uh, he doesn't fit in the system that Ruben Amorim likes it. But when we need him, like games like today, he shows up. Um, granted, the last game against Santa Clara, he should have scored twice on the easy crosses, and he didn't. But today he did when we needed him the most. So Sporad is one of those players that uh, when we need him for crosses inside the box, he's going he's gonna to be productive. And today he was productive. Yeah, agreed. And then, uh, Christian, Maxi or Adan? Um, you can make the case for either or, really, I think. Uh, honestly, Adan hasn't really been peppered. Like, the only games that he's really been peppered were <laughs> the one game where I don't think Maxi would have made a difference, which was the last game. And uh, there was one other game. I think it was the Portimonense game where he actually had a very nice showing. But, I mean, other than that, Santa Clara poured through this game. I mean, has he really been asked to do that much? Like, I, I truthfully don't think he has. I think that in the Portimones game, which was the last game that he really had to make a lot of saves, he was pretty good. And he has shown that he's pretty good. So I think that he's done nothing to justify losing the spot. Um, I also haven't seen Max play in, like, three months. So I don't know if he's, like, yeah. rusty or whatever, you know. But I... I I think that there's the way things are right now. There's no reason to to switch it up, unfortunately. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It, it's a done spot to lose as of right now, for sure. I mean, um, and honestly, all because Max got unlucky and got COVID, and just kind of the battle just ended. That just ended the battle for the starting job, and then he was never able to get it after that because yeah. Adan hasn't done anything to lose it. So, I mean, we'll see what happens, I guess, but. Nothing to fear, I would say. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're definitely in safe hands, um, so far at least. Um, last question from Akshit Youth. If you can get a, a signed shirt from one of the current Spartan players, youth and senior, um, and or senior, I guess, which one would you take? I'm saying Joao Mario. What about you guys? Hmm. I just love Joao Mario. Go ahead. What do you think, Steph? I'm going to say Bergenza. Uh, uh, I'm going to take uh, Joelson. I'm going to make a, a, a long-term investment. <laughs> <laughs> sell, it, sell it when we sell them to Real Madrid. I like For it. For $127 million. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then last, uh, last I guess, comment here is from Mundo de Unglion, at Mundo de Unglion. Uh, he asks, is Veranda shit? And our boy Joel with the comment right after, Veranda is shit. Just <laughs> 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 had the verbiage in the wrong way. Um, <laughs> anyway, shout out to everybody for uh, the, uh, the Twitter questions. We really do appreciate it. All right, let's get right into today's game. Sporting at home beat uh, Gilles Vicente 3-1. Our starting 11 was as followed. We had Adan in net, Luis Neto, Sebastian Quatsch, and Fidel in the back line with Poru and Nuno Mendes on the flanks. We had João Pelinha, Mateus Nunes, and Pedro Gonzalez in the midfield with, uh, or we had, sorry, Pelinha and Mateus Nunes in the midfield with Pot, Nuno Santos, and Jovan Cabral up top. Uh, Steph, I'll start it off with you. What, did you. what were your thoughts on today's game? Well, I thought initially we started very strong. And uh, the last 10, 15, the, the first 10, 15 minutes, and then after that, uh, Gilles Vicente kind of uh, even the game. And, and then um, for some reason, we clicked again. And then the last 15 minutes of the first half, we, we regained control of the game. The first uh, dangerous play was at the beginning. It was almost an autogolo, like we say in Portuguese, uh, own goal from the Gilles Vicente defender. But uh, the reflexes of the goalie uh, of uh, Gil Vicente were amazing. Um, then the second half, um, Gil Vicente playing the way they play, super, super, super defensive, which we were expecting it after watching the, the, the game against Football Club Porto, Nazantas, on the Dragão, now like it's called. Uh, we knew that we were going to face a very difficult team. Porto ba barely won against them. The, the one nil against Il Vicente. They played extremely well at the uh, uh, Estado do Dragão. So I was expecting Il Vicente to give us some, some uh, great headaches, which they did. They, uh, they, they play super, super defensive. The same tactic, believe it or not, the same tactic as we play. And it, it was like a puzzle. It fit in to each other, both tactics. And uh, Il Vicente, uh, they were lethal in the counterattack. And then in the second half, they scored that uh, that uh, goal in a uh, indirect kick uh, on a silly foul that we committed, and it, it looked it looked very ugly for Sporting until Ruben Amorim realized he had to make some subs, and he did make some subs, and he didn't wait, and that's what I like about him. Uh, when he makes subs, he makes it he makes them early enough, so doesn't impact into the game, and it worked out perfectly. Uh, you know, the, the first goal from Sporad in a kind of a combination of a lucky play. But, you know, that that's what you expect from uh, from uh, Sporad to score those goals, and he did. And then uh, that great pass from Braganza to Tomas and the instinct that Tomas has, and he scored that uh, that second goal, amazing. And then, you know, but in the third goal, he killed the game. Uh, but Gilles Vicente was a tough, tough opponent. I can see Befica struggling with them when they play against them as well. And every other team, Braga and any other team. Porto, Porto did the last game, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Porto barely won against them. And Gil Vicente has a very good team, very consistent team. And when they play super, super defensive like today, they're very hard to beat. But keep in mind that these teams, these smaller teams, that's the way they're going to play against us at, at Giuseppe Avalon. So we got to be prepared and we got to find ways to penetrate 
uh, those super super defensive teams, and it look it looks like the solution is not Jovan at as the uh, the uh, striker. It has to be Sporad. It has to be. It has to be Sporad. We need a presence in in the box to hold those two to the, the center backs of Gil Vicente in this case or any other team that plays the same style of game. And then we'll see we'll see a better, easier game for Sporting to be able to score. I don't think Giovanni is the proper player to 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 play as a striker. He he's kind of lost like in the man of no land uh in that position. He's more of a winger. Uh, I think Mourinho is trying to test him in that position, but I don't think it's working out. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, how about you, uh, Christian? What were your thoughts on today's game? Yeah, I mean, I think the main takeaway was that the subs really were, I think, the critical the critical thing here because, for to be honest, the first half was absolute shite. Uh, yeah. There was no, no chances created. I don't even think we had a shot on target. If we did, it was not a real one. It was just fucking dribbler to the goalie or some shit because first half was so bad. Uh, someone tweeted a picture of like uh, someone sl- like uh, I think it's I think it's literally like Bajinov maybe like sleeping on the bench and yeah that describes how I felt about the first half. But he did the subs in enough of a timely fashion. You know I think he took. Nethu out, which it's hilarious. I, I mentioned it to, to these guys in the group chat. Nethu gets subbed out in like the 60th minute of every game now at this point, which is just like comical. Uh, he is eventually going to lose his starting spot to either Kudajmo or Nasu. Uh, time is, is ticking away because getting subbed in the 60th minute of legit every game is not a, a compliment to your the way you've been playing. Um, so I think he put took out... Uh, Nethi put Spurad in, put Tomas in, uh, took out Jovan, who was not good, as we mentioned earlier. Um, and he put Braganza in. And, I mean, those were the those are the three critical players, right? Uh, Spurad uh, really changed the game once he was in there. Uh, we started seeming like we were more dynamic. Obviously, he's been trying to prove himself to Amorim, who clearly isn't that big of a fan, but... Thankfully, got a goal today. Hopefully, did more to convince him. I, I, I certainly think he played pretty well. Um, Braganza to Tomas for the second goal, the winner. I mean, that's beautiful. Um, that last 10 minutes was just, you know, really, it was like a three-minute spell, like the 80th to the 83rd minute. Uh, that was awesome. And then uh, there really wasn't any that dicey of moments, that down the stretch. And then uh, Gonçalves, uh, really calm finish to ice it. Yeah. Uh, the scoreline maybe a bit inflated at the end of the day uh, compared to the performance, um, but uh, definitely deserved the winners, uh, I would say. Yeah. And yeah, in I- second place now, uh, uh, un- un- or uncontested in second place. Exactly. And uh, I think uh, I was, or that's what the journal said yesterday was uh, our best start in five years or something like that, or one of our best starts. The only better was George Zouge. So, um, yeah, we're off to a flyer. Um, I'll give my two cents real quick. I think games like this where we come up against adversaries that like to park the bus and like to defend with everybody back, all credit to Gilles Vicente. I mean, it's clearly working Mm -hmm. for them. They had us on the ropes for the longest time. Um, Though The thing I actually – and I liked, obviously, as as a Spartan fan, but the thing I can actually respect is – 
they weren't just always throwing themselves to the floor. Um, I don't know how much of that had to do with their with their keeper getting a yellow card in, in the first 30 minutes of the game, which shout out to the ref for doing that because uh, I think that was a first for me at least to see, and I definitely enjoyed that. Side note. No hesitation either. Right exactly. No warning, nothing. That you're you're wasting time, Doma. I loved it. Uh, yeah. Even yeah. even with the even with the Pelinga, Pelinga yellow card in the thirty in first thirty seconds of the game, um, I think it was a yellow. I, like it was it was a it was a pretty tough. I, I I get that you know maybe the first you know minute or two you sort of let things go, but you know that's that uh, studs up on a guy's foot. I I think there's no other no other thing to do. I think the ref was was right on calling a yellow. But anyways, what I was saying was. In a t- where we play against teams that like to defend with every man behind the ball, I think we should explore different ideas. Uh, we shouldn't really go to a four-three-three where we kind of invite pressure and try to counter it. We should we should go for maybe a, a more if if we want to stay with three at the back, fine, so be it. But we should go for a more attacking, free-flowing sort of formation that'll help us at least push them for uh, backwards or or at least have them you know, feel like they can push up a bit for us to maybe attack them more. Um, I mean, like, like Christian mentioned, Netu being there is just a liability. He, another, another game where when he was, he wasn't called upon him many times when he was, he had a smeller quite a few times. Um, uh, and, and I think it's just pointless to have Netu on just to bring him off every time we're losing in the, in the, or, or draw it every time we're one, one and within the 60th minute, you know, um, I think it's just a waste of a sub. We might as well just have either Gonzalo Inacio there, or ho- hopefully when Kudesma comes back. Kudesma was on the bench today, which indicates that mm-hmm. he is some healthy ish, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I, and I, and I think they didn't want to play him today at the end, just in case, like, you know, to re-aggravate that injury. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why maybe. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they, they did say it. It was more precaution that the medical staff was keeping an eye on him. Yeah, exactly. So I know Netu's eventually going to leave that position. I just, I'd like, I'd prefer us to maybe play a more of a of an attacking uh, formation or more of an attacking game against a team like Gil Vicente that like to park the bus. Uh, because I mean, we're playing Tondela this weekend, and Tondela is another team that loves to do that. Um, but more so, and it's the frustration, and I'll also ask you guys about this. What is it with 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 Sporar that, uh, or even Tiak Tumaj that Amurin doesn't like to have him in the starting eleven? Is it more of a formation thing that we have just so many good midfield or centric forward players in Pot and João Mario, even though he couldn't play today, even Bragança, that maybe he doesn't want he doesn't want to utilize a guy like Sporar or Tiak Tumaj or what it, what exact what do you guys think it is that with with them moving with not wanting to start either one of those two usually Steph, I'll I'll pass that one to you boys you, you have to uh, say <laughs> me or, or Chris cuz we will stay on standby um, okay i could give it to chris i'll give it to both of you i think i know you would um i don't know what you're talking about though <laughs> You said you'll give it to both of us. <laughs> uh, I think it's, it's it's a question of of uh, speed. So, with with Nunsense and uh, we're playing with Nunsense, Pot, and Giovanni. So he's looking for speed. When you play with Sparar, he plays in a more uh, vertical vertical way, and. Um, and uh, Tomas as well, they're more punta de lances, strikers. 
So so that's why he initially wants he wants to play with three fast players, hoping that the combination will work out and then they'll be able to score some fast goals. And it almost, it almost worked out today. If we scored that first goal against Gil Vicente, I think we would have won by, by four or five nothing. But since we didn't score from the beginning, it became a difficult game. And I think that's what Bruno Mourinho, uh, Ruben Mourinho wants. He wants to play with three really fast-paced players. But I think Giovanni is not in that. He can't play as a striker. He's more of a winger. He's testing him, but it's not working out so far. Uh, me, personally, I, I agree with Juan Castro because uh, I did listen to, to uh, the Sporting 160 podcast. I think Sporar should start the game because he plays more in, in a vertical way. Am I saying it correctly, the, the translation vertical? Yeah, vertical. Yeah. Vertical. Yeah, am I right? Okay. So, so he's not as much as speed, Sporar, but as you saw when he came back, how many touches that did he have inside the box, Sporar? A lot more than Giovanni. Giovanni, when he, when he plays as a striker, he doesn't have too many touches inside the boxes because he doesn't feel comfortable. He's more of a winger. When you play Sporad, he plays in, in the middle of the defense of Gil Vicente on today's game, and he's able to hold the ball and then pass the ball, and he feels more comfortable inside the box. And that's how the second goal happened because he, he dominated the ball, and then he passed it to Braganza, and Braganza passed it to Tomas, and then it was a goal. So it, it's a question of um, of how he likes to play his team, Ruben and Murin. But when he sees he's in trouble, he doesn't hesitate to make the substitutions, which I like that. He doesn't wait until minute 75, which I think that's way too late. I think he made the substitutions around 60, 60, 65. 60, that's, yeah. 60. Yeah. And that, and that's and that's when you should make the substitutions. Yeah, it felt like a good time. It felt like a yeah. good time. Yeah. You're giving them 30-plus minutes because of the extra time. And uh, it paid off. And he's been paying off for Sporting, which means that we have a deep, decent bench, which we didn't have last year. Finally. Yeah, exactly. I know, finally. finally. <laughs> Coronavirus. <laughs> I shouldn't even touch my face. What am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> bust out the purel <laughs> uh but uh <laughs> yeah man and i agree listen I, I it's working out so far but i, I think there's going to be games eventually where we're going to need to call upon um call upon like you were saying Steph, with with sporad like he came on today he changed the game he, he changed the way we played we were actually finally looking for the goal against santa clara i know we'll, we'll get into it um i thought he'd, he'd he had the team playing a bit better when he came on and he almost scored a beautiful bicycle kick too. Uh, and like Johnny said, he holds up the ball uh, beautifully. Um, mm -hmm. Johnny's words, mm -hmm. New York's finest. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else to really talk about. Um, oh, the only thing I really wanted to mention was how bullshit is it that, well, actually two things I wanted to mention. One, how bullshit is it that uh, Joan Mario couldn't play today? Seeing as a few years ago, it never stopped uh, Porto from having a completely different 11 uh, against Di Sturil, um, <laughs> when it came to that game where half their fucking squad was injured and that they were game down was nothing, so fucking rigged, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they won like uh, four. One, they they were down one like, nothing, and they and won, they won like five one like, or four yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. 
and like Marega wasn't in that game, and then all of a sudden, the second half, like two play two months later, he's in. Like it's fucking ridiculous. Um, yeah, I just wanted to quickly mention that. And yo, two, say, yo, I'm sorry to interrupt you. They say no, they're, go, go, announcing go. The, they're, they're announcing the winner within the hour. Presidential of Benfica. Wow. Okay. Maybe Continue. we'll still be on. Uh, maybe. Maybe we'll still be on. But anyways, yeah. And then uh, the only other thing I wanted to mention was how sad it was today with uh, with Gil Vicent, uh, or, in t- or in terms of um, fans there. Because, you know, a few weeks ago, we had 2,000 fans at least to watch this last song. Uh, this last weekend, we had a fucking combada de gente lá no Portimão a ver o Fórmula 1. But we couldn't, I mean, it's probably good for the uh, for the workers in, uh, in Lisboa that have to go to work tomorrow morning, uh, seeing as it's past midnight now. But, I mean, it, it's kind of sad not seeing any fans there. I think, you know, seeing as we've already had fans there for the Celeste Sound, why can't they have fans there for the Spartan game, you know? That's the only real takeaway I had, too, that I kind of wanted to say. Um. Yeah. Anything else on this game or man of the match? Uh, man of the match for me. Hmm. It's gonna be a non-conventional man of the match because I think the man of the match didn't play a full game. I it, or I think many men of the match didn't play the full game. Yeah. Uh, but for me, I'm going to go Spurad because I think he changed the game and he also scored the goal, first goal. Fair. Yeah. Fair enough. How about you, Steph? Um, I I agree with, with Chris, but I'm going to say Tomas uh, because um, but Sporar did score the goal and then he made almost an assist. It was Bregenza, but he made the, the the whole play for that goal. Uh, but Tomas, as being being the age he is, up and coming, and he scored the second goal like he's been playing for 20 years in the A squad. It's Tomas. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go just to be different. I'm gonna go with Pelinga, uh, more of on the defensive side. I thought he did well today too. Am I saying it fucked up? Pelinga. Okay. Okay. Pelinga. I don't want to say pa pa, not p. I used to say pelinga all the time as a kid. That's why I might get it confused. This is. You know what? Pelinga. <laughs> here huh? we go again man here i know we go again. <laughs> i know what it means <laughs> it's right next to the coins bro <laughs> this, this is just a show uh, this is just show, uh, gabriel Cotto because <laughs> he was questioning why we were speaking english earlier <laughs> this is why <laughs> um, um, I mean, hey, Gabriel, Gabriel Couto, olha, se quiseres ouvir em português é muito fácil. O Sporting 160 lá de Portugal faz em português. A gente fala inglês porque somos aqui na, da América do Canadá. Ok, meu amigo? Um abraço. Yeah, exactly. What Steph said. <laughs> um, yeah, all right, perfect. Let's go into the, uh, the Santa Clara game. Um, same 11 as today, but I'll, re- I'll remind everybody anyways. Adan and Net, we had Sebastian Coates, Fedal, Luis Neto in the back with Nuno Menge and Pedro Poro, with Palinha and Mateus Nunes in the midfield, with Pot, Nuno Sanch, and Jovan up top. And of course, we won 2 1 at Asorj. Always a tough place to go to. Um, and with some fans, as I just mentioned. Uh, Christian, I'll start this one off with you, dude. What were your thoughts on today on that game on uh, Saturday? Uh, to be honest, 
it also was kind of shitty. Uh, at least large swaths of it. Um, first half, um, I guess we were uh, a little bit better than them. Uh, and we took advantage. Uh, Gonsalves, I believe, had both the goals, right? He took advantage of of his chance. I mean, basically, he was opportunistic on both of his goals. Um, and it basically felt like we were kind of lucky to get out of there, more so than today. Today, didn't feel like we were that lucky to get out of there with three points. And th- this game was also a game that had a late winner, and it did feel like we were a little lucky to get out of there with three points because uh, it, we, weren't, we weren't really threatening the goal, right? None of our chances were that threatening, and we weren't really creating that many. Uh, th- there was the one Sporad chance right in front of the goal, and that one sticks in my head as like one that we definitely should have capitalized on. Um, but I mean, overall, it just it it felt like it felt like we it felt like we had the gas to to potentially get over the finish line and and create a winning chance and win the game. Um, but like the way that the goal came about off of like kind of like a weird looping ball that the goalie kind of took out the defender and like, and Gonsalves just easily finished. Like it felt kind of weird. Um, but, uh, I mean, I'll take him, I'll take him anyway, to be honest. And, uh, Gonsalves has scored like 75% of his shots on target. So he's, uh, he's off to a pretty, pretty blistering start. I would say, see the leading score of the, of the league or of, no, uh... of the team. I think so. I don't see. I don't know anybody else with more. Yeah. With more than three. I don't know anybody else. With more, oh, maybe Tiago Tomaj, Tomaj might have. Tomaj three. might have two or three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can check that. Give me a sec. Anyways, how about you, Steph? What were your thoughts? I think we uh, we basically dominated the game in the first half. It was totally Sporting, Sporting, Sporting. We didn't give them a chance whatsoever. It was a good win. Um, it, I, I never felt that we were going to lose that game. Uh, um, the, they created the mistake by Quats, uh, Yeah, no, yeah. we gave them the goal. Um, it mm-hmm. was a mistake by Quats, um, which he should know better. And then, but you know, we all make mistakes. He's a human being. Uh, and then I then also came out of the post uh, in a really childish way. Um, I, I didn't like it. I mean, I think he should have stayed back and wait for for the play. And then there's a Santa Clara uh, striker. He's been around, uh, you know, the you know the Portuguese league for quite a few years, so um, he knows how, how to play. He's not a silly player, so that was a good goal by him. Uh, but besides that, I mean, uh, we we scored a late goal, but we deserve to win. And uh, I don't think our the victory of Sporting Clube Portugal was never in question. And congratulations against a tough team. I don't see Porto Benfica uh, having a, an easy game at uh, Açores San Miguel. They'll struggle as well. And Braga, uh, I like to include Braga because I think they're up and coming. Uh, so that was a tough win. That game is done and over with, away. And let's keep in mind that Sporting has won three games away, which is phenomenal. Last year, I think we only won six games away. So we so that's far, so bad. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So last year we won six came away 
and this year we already won all three games away. And we tied at home against Football Club Porto, which is nothing to be ashamed of because they are the champions of Portugal. They just won against Olympiacos in the Champions League. So they are a good team. So we should have won that game. I'm not going to say it again, but I'm pretty sure I will say it again in a few times today. Um, but, you know, so far so good. I couldn't expect more from this team. I mean, if, if you if you ask me at the beginning of the season, where, where Sporting would be after five, five, uh, five, five uh, games, I would say maybe in fourth or fifth place, but we're in second place. So that's pretty. That's a pretty good feeling. Yeah, yeah. Chris, just to go back to you, uh, transfer market only has him as one goal, but he scored against Aberdeen and against Lask. So oh, his goal is not for the league. Okay. Yeah. So in the league, yes, Pot is is number one, but uh, in total. I th they're both tied for three goals. If we're going to count the uh, Europa League qualifications, which, I mean, I do at least. I don't know why anybody wouldn't. But uh, So, yeah, they're both tied. Um, but, uh, yeah, some crazy stat that you were giving me off just, just before we went on. Pot has, like, three goals and, like, five shots. Yeah, on target. Crazy. On target, on target five shots one on target. target today, yes, sideways. yes, yeah. Z though, like... A brilliant move from him anyways. If that goes on target, mm -hmm. that's fucking incredible. Um in terms of the Santa Clara game, yeah, I have nothing else to I have nothing really more to add. Um I'm just disappointed really to see how much of a liability Quatch can be at times. Don't get me wrong, I think he's still our best center back uh and captain material. I wouldn't have anybody else leading the helm. Um but and I know Johnny might be uh might get pissed off for me saying this or or complimenting him, but I have to also give give uh Johnny, you know is his reasoning when, you know, I'm going off Johnny's tweets mainly, uh, but uh, he's right because, because Quats has cost us a few, a few goals already this season. And, and that Santa Clara one, it's all him really. It's all him. So it's disappointing to see. Uh, I don't know if it, it has to do with age. Not that he's too old, but I mean, he's, he's on the wrong side of 20. Just I guess, who he is, man. That's just kind of who he is. He just like, yeah, does it. he just does it every year. So often he just is a frango. Yeah, as a, he's a defending Frango. <laughs> he has a Frango in him. Yeah, I agree. I agree, though. That's the only really disappointing thing I, I have with him. And uh, I hope, uh, I mean, not too many of these happened because last season especially he had quite a smeller. The hat trick would, and penalties game. Yeah. the like He had more own goals. Several than, own goals, yeah. And we've had, like, fucking goals at, at one point or something. Um yeah, nothing else more to add on this. I'm just going to get on to more uh, other transfer news, uh, especially. But before we move on, uh, your, man's, your, man, your man of the match against for uh, Santa Clara. Um, I didn't really watch this game, so I'm not going to give it chime in on that. But who is your man of the match, guys? Uh, I'm going to go Palinha. Palinha. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Steph? <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna go with Pot because he scored both goals, and uh, yeah. he was the, especially the second goal. That was a phenomenal goal. Yeah, and on that second goal, shout out to Fidel because what I mean, whether he intended to do that or not, great ball. He at least he put the ball into the space and then let Pot attack it, and good things happen when uh, Pot attacks space. I can see already. Um, so yeah. Um, Let's get into the transfer news. The biggest one that happened, I guess. Uh, Vietu going to Alilal, formerly of uh, Georges Zouge, 
uh, currently of uh, Andre Carrillo, as those Saudis loved to remind us on fucking and Twitter. Giovinco. And Giovinco, my boy. My and Gomez. And Panther. yeah, Gomez from uh, Swansea. What a legend. <laughs> Uh, we sold them. Correct me if I'm wrong. We sold them for seven million, but mm-hmm. we split those seven million fifty-fifty between Atleti and us. So we really only seven collect million, three point five. Seven million for seventy-five percent. For seventy, yeah. But we have uh, we have twenty-five percent of a future sale. Yeah, yeah. That we then only collect from what I was uh, hearing on Triu the Attack. We then only collect ten percent of that or fifteen percent of that. Twelve point five. 12.5, okay, and then the other 12.5 goes to Atleti as well. Yeah. That's if they sell him. Yeah. <laughs> because he's currently on a contract of 50 you know, million a you year. You know what's going to happen? If he leaves, they're just going to cut him. They're going to terminate his deal. Yeah, there's no future sell-on with that. Yeah, dude. there's no way that's happening. <laughs> so, um, boys, what are your thoughts on that? We basically made a loss of 3.5 mil- or Four. Yeah, 4.5 million. Four. What are your thoughts? The, the year that Vietu had at, in Lisbon, the, the, the semester abroad, if you will, or the year abroad, um, <laughs> dignifying of a send-off that we gave him, or, or I mean, not a bad player. Give, what was your favorite moment certain, from He scored a banger, like a, not like a bicycle kick. It was a fucking like... Side uh, volley, yeah. Yeah, that was really the only thing I can say. Caused um, the PK against Bessex here. In the True. Europa League knockout. Scored against, scored against Porto to tie up the game, at least. He did. He did. He was right place at the fair. right time. It was a good send-off, at least. Yeah. <laughs> Richard Neb saying, Ali Lal building the perfect team for FIFA 18 career mode so far. <laughs> 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 Bro, <That's> we even... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> when Carillo was at his peak and Gio yeah. was at his peak. <laughs> um, but yeah, what do you make of this uh, transfer, Christian? I'll start it off with you, dude. I mean... It's just an L. I mean, he was an L to begin with. I feel like the only reason we got him is because George Mendes forced to, forced us to take him to like plug the hole, you know, of the negotiation because they didn't want to give us the thirty five or whatever. So they're like twenty three and uh, this random dude that we're just going to value at seven point five for half, and we're just like, okay. And so it's like thirty mil, but like, dude, you valued that clown at fifteen mil and then just shuffled him off to us ridiculous man he's, he was never worth 15 mil that's the truth of the matter like yeah, yeah maybe we wouldn't feel so bad at him if we got him for like five mil or something but like yeah 15 mils we paid seven and a half and now i mean basically here's the here's the unfortunate truth that i think is that you're never seeing a deal better than this one right like if he plays this whole season like wh- where's a better deal gonna come from like a top five league, like is some German team gonna want him? Like, no. Like, who who's gonna who's gonna even pay anywhere near that? Like, was anyone ever gonna offer double digits for him? Like, I don't see it. So honestly, like the Saudis came in with like just basically like a pretty low balls, but like I, I feel like they had no choice but to take this deal. But it is embarrassing the way that they like celebrated it. Um, because I think this was the first player that Veranda's sold that was a player that he signed because mm-hmm. he's been unable to offload a lot of his other guys, Dumbia, Bata- or not Bataglia, not bad example, um, Dumbia, Alori, <laughs> Kamashu, all his guys that he's unable to offload. Um, but Vietu was his first sale. So first sale, net $4 million loss, but a beautifully made two-minute video 
where Vieta remembers his semester abroad fondly. And now he's off yeah. to hang out with the Saudis. <laughs> the Saudi royal family. I think that's I, what I love. So. Good I, for him, I got it. I got to tip my hat off to him, man. He convinced somebody to pay him $15 million, man. I can't hate on that. <laughs> Over three years. Yo, he's not seeing those all the full three oh, years. Oh, Twitter had me convinced he was signing $15 million a year. No, wait. No. Oh, okay. Never mind then. It's no, still, that's still pretty still, good money. But he's making five mil clean. So a he's year, probably yeah. making like 10 or something. But yeah. after taxes, he's taking on five. Like, it's a lot of What's up, bro? Am I back? No, I'm back. Chris is. Oh, he was, oh was okay. I? I thought it was. I thought it was me. No, no, it was Chris. Oh, okay, okay. That was weird. Uh, Christian, all I was gonna say was, I don't think do the Saudis believe in taxes. So much fucking oil out there, bro. What kind of taxes do they have? At least the provinces with taxes know, here man. in Canada, I, they don't, or the, the, the provinces with oil here in Canada, they don't pay taxes. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm sure that there's, I'm sure they probably cut him a deal. Okay. Whatever happened, the yeah. deal was cut. Yeah, they, they got Zorro for them. <laughs> Steph, what were your thoughts <laughs> yep. on this move, man? And I feel the same way as Chris, and I got to tell you that uh, this, this actually was a good deal selling him. For seven million, that's how much is worth it in the transfer market. He's not worth it more than that. Um, and like Chris said, we the the uh, initial deal with Athletic de Madrid that we pay seven point five that he was valued at fifty million. That was fucking insane. In the transfer market, he was not valued at fifty million. That was a a deal that coming off of Madrid, like a failed loan spell at Valencia woo! and a failed loan spell at Fulham, yeah. like <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So so uh, Athletic de Madrid with George Mendes, they fucked Sporting in the ass. There's no other way to say it. we got fucked in the ass because Jelson Martins was they, they said he was sold for twenty three million. But then, if you take away how much we paid for um, Vieto, which which was seven point five, so then you lower it to fifteen million, correct? Roughly, uh, yeah. Fifteen point five. Yeah. Okay. So now we we sold them for seven million, so that was three point five. So it goes to nineteen million. So the sale was for nineteen million for Jelson Martins. No, it's for less because we lost money on it. Right. Okay, so if it's for less, so that there, there we go. So it was, it was three point five. Deal. It's three point five. It's four million less than. It's like we got thirteen million for Justin, basically. So, so they said we sold Justin Martins for twenty three million. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, let's 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 write it down. Twenty three million, but we math. paid for fuck. <laughs> I, I fucking math. We paid how much for 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 Vieto? 7.5 .5 for 50%. 7.5, so minus 23, 0, 0, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5
Isso é para, para o Couto, que eu também falo português. <laughs> so it was 15.5. So we sold them for 7 million, so we got 3.5. So yeah, it's uh, 19 million. So the deal for Justin Martins was 19 million. And that's about less than half of what like we were asking for. 40 million, yep. Yeah. Exactly. So, so that that's the deal we made, and that's. But at the same time, the I will sympathize with the Verandas of the administration because Vieto, I think he was making. Um, I think he was making like two point five million. Two point five, which signifies five million a year. Mm -hmm. Two point five, clear, or maybe like two point two two point three or something. To, yeah, like so, but Sporting was paying the taxes. So he was making like five million a year. So he, they offloaded a, a very heavy salary, and that and that could could uh, offset a lot of things. But it was a big a, a bad deal all, all around. So, uh, the last portion of the business selling him to the Saudis was a good deal, because now we don't have such an expensive salary. Do you know how much um, uh, Mateus Nunes makes? Now no or clue. before? Now, now. No clue. Uh, 1.2. No. M million. No. 800K. Nem chega aí, yeah. I, no. I don't think it... No. 650K. No. 300K. He, ma he makes 350. How much did he make before? 60? 150. Wow. Yeah, that's Damn, not much of a fucking. He was making 150. He was making 150 as a B team player. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? No, 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 no. He was making 150 because this is his second. Yeah, he. Oh, so this is the second renewal because the first renewal yeah. around the 20. Oh yeah, yeah. The 2024. Yeah. So basically, the second renewal was pretty pointless to be honest. But whatever. Yeah. If it makes him happier, then I guess. So, so okay. he renewed until 2025, and then for 60 million. Yeah, that's so, that's always those things are bullshit, man. The 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 the, yeah. the buyout clause, like it's so stupid. They're honest. Whatever we end up, man. whatever we end up paying Braga for a Mourinho is basically what we're gonna sum it to. Are we the only club to bet to pay a buyout clause? <laughs> to trigger a buyout clause? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I got I gotta tell you, I want. I'm not ashamed to admit it, but. Benfica has been the, the, the club that negotiates the best. About what? When they sell players. Fucking, oh, I mean, you, when you, they you sell know why, though. When you have George Mintz helping you yeah, out. Yeah, you know what? Go All right, we, have him, George we, we don't have him like that yet. But we George have Mintz, him, but not like that. George Mintz, we are in the second tier. Benfica is in first yeah, tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the tiers of the uniforms. You know, we're yeah. like, I don't even, we're not a tier two man. We're not second. No, no. We're tier we're three. We're like or tier four. seven, yeah, yeah, tier yeah. eight. <laughs> tier two But is for like non named forest that he just forgot about. I, 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 was, I, I was trying to be very optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. My bad, my bad. Wolves is a tier one club. Benfica is a tier one. Club. <laughs> tier one. <laughs> Atleti, like, tier one. Yeah, tier one. <laughs> like, 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 like
They're on the shit list right now. In Portugal, they say carrossel. A gente tá no carrossel do 3 ou 4. Yeah, I mean, hey, uh, Verandes is not a good negotiator, and I know that. So I think I think Sporting needs a, a new administration. They need to get rid of all the dinosaurs. And I think me, you, and Chris, we should go and uh, for elections next time. I'm down. <laughs> so, President das, das Cervejas, let me, let, me, let me take care of this. You guys do the rest. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, all right. We talked about Matilde Nunes. We talked about Vietu. I wanted to talk about one more thing. Um, oh, nothing special. I mean, there's no real news to it. I just wanted to announce that um, Sporting now are uh, fighting legal ballot battles. Or not Sporting, but Verandas is filing legal ba battles against Pita Costa. What is he doing in hurting his feelings? What I'm assuming <laughs> is defamation of character by calling oh, him a bungee. Yeah, what I'm you, assuming. You can't win cases like that, man. It's impossible. I don't know, I don't know how the Portuguese justice system works. I don't know too much. No. Yeah, all right, lock him up. I don't know. Lock him up. Five years. <laughs> Honestly, lock him up. Let's go. Get Fernandez the fuck out of here. <laughs> Locked up for 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 saying like a very like mild critique that like you can literally like Google and like see what he's talking about. I'm sure Luis Vieira's called him worse. I'm sure yeah. of it. Yeah, I'm I sure mean, he, Bruno Carvalho has called him worse. Yeah. yeah. You know so. My, well, my, my take on this, I'm going to tell the truth. I mean, Pinta Costa yeah. shouldn't be offended, uh, especially when Portisha said that Pinta Costa won 22 championships and 13 Portuguese Cups. Uh, all I have to say is a pitorado. And when you Google it, it tells you everything. It's yeah. taped. There's the documentation. Portishas don't want to realize it. They want to admit it because uh, they they in big-time denial. But when you when you hear the scooters, when you hear what's going on, you know that fruit existed, prostitution existed, payout existed. The 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 only thing that uh, Porto benefited of was they had great lawyers, they had the, ju the judicial system in their pocket, and that's why they overcame all the corruption that they did. Uh, because if I'm not mistaken, Porto has how many titles? Twenty nine. Uh, I don't know off the top. You said it last week, and I forgot. I think twenty nine. I think you're right. Okay, so if one, I'll Google it really fast. But I, I think, it, I that, okay, so I think they have twenty nine. So if you deduct twenty two out of twenty nine, football Cooper's only should should only have seven titles. And then Tassas Portugal, they they brag about Pinte Costa. So they should football club port shouldn't be, be called football club port. They should be called football club, club Pinta Costa because they love the men so much. They should change the fucking name of the club. So <laughs> then, if you look at twelve Portuguese cups, and I believe they have seventeen, then they should yeah. only uh, only have five. So you're, you're spot on, by the way, Steph. Twenty nine and seventeen. Sorry, go ahead. Got it. And I'm not portista. By all means, I would never be. That would be an insult to my intelligence. So, <laughs> football Cooport technically should have a total of seven Portuguese championships and a total of five Portuguese cups, and then that would erase the seven 
international cups because they wouldn't qualify for those European <laughs> competitions. All I'm saying is to my Portista friends and soon to be enemies, I'm guessing, uh, <laughs> that uh, don't brag so much about your fucking club when uh, your club was corrupt in the 80s and the 90s. So you have no no moral to criticize Befica, which by no means I'm defending them, because under uh, Luis Fifiere, how many times, how many titles they won in Portuguese Cups and Championships and uh, Tasas da Liga that also should be erased from the Palmares of Befica. And uh, they should all also be deducted, uh, all those championships won by corruption. So uh, to finalize my, uh, my, my thoughts, fuck, fuck Porto and fuck Befica. I don't give two shits about them. Oh no, actually, I'm gonna take it back. I respect the, the institution of football club Porto and I and I respect the institution of Sporting Lisboa e Benfica, even though they have three foundation dates. I'm still confused about that. <laughs> but I don't respect Pinte Costa and Luis Fifiere. They could die today, nobody would miss them, not even their mother. <laughs> <laughs> the people that make money off of them would miss them, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. At least Veranda said one thing. He's gonna sue you now for saying at that. At least. No, but listen, I the, he's the got nothing two, to sue. <laughs> the last two weeks I've been a big Veranda fan. Because oh, a fan. And he actually said some things that I would love him to say. And he finally said it. So, parabéns ao Verandas. É pá, até parece que sim, meu. Porra, até que sim. Keep a close eye on him and see what he stays up to. I mean, we we criticize him so much, so let let let. I mean, it is like the first good thing he's <laughs> done. In that's months, trying but. to secure a, a fucking interview with Trevante Williams. I fucking love it. Let's oh, go, Veranda Jin. Veranda Jin. That's a joke. <laughs> but uh, I'll give Veranda this. Uh, in terms of incoming players, he's 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 done fucking incredible so far this season. I have nothing to complain about. We, I can complain about the outgoing, so I don't want to say like he has a good transfer window. But in terms of incoming, he's definitely solidified the squad. I thought I think the squad looks a lot better, as we were mentioning. We we have actually finally we have depth coming off the bench, something we haven't had since I'll say 2015. And even then, we were kind of like we had like one or two guys. What's up, Steph? I agree with you, except for yeah. the dealing of those players. Of course, yes, 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 yes. Of course, I'm with you there as well. Though I don't know what to believe because there's certain things that say we had pot, we only got 50% of pot, and then the paper like their 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 um uh, books come out or the sheets come out saying that we actually got a hundred. Well, the, so I don't I don't know like what exactly to believe trick. there. It's a financial trick to like the sell on if it's not because some leagues like get complicated with pass percentage, and I think. His pass is even more complicated because I think Wolves still on part of it. Yeah, it's between like so, three, four teams. Yeah. So whatever, it's all just accounting tricks to get around it. But it's effectively see. Also, I mean, I don't really. As a side note, I don't like tend to try to confuse anyone with my tweets, um, especially 
like I know a lot of our fans live in England and Premier League. There's no pass splitting in so many sell-ons. I just say I typically just keep my wording the same. Pass splitting fifty percent of his pass, just because I feel like that's the most easy and simple way to explain it. Because um, that's like effectively what it is. What it is. Um, yeah. Got it. Got it. Um, but yeah, there we are. Praising Verandas. Who would have thought? 2020 is a weird year. A oh, weird so if, year. If, if Luis Fiavita loses tonight, if you have an end, you gotta you gotta say you're everything bit, you know. Yeah. Even if he wins, you gotta say, "Wow, man, squeaked one out, lucky or something." But he won't. So he won't. He won't. <laughs> and if he does leave, I want to hear everything about. At least start talking about fifteen, sixteen when he leaves. Oh, at dude. least. Any day now, he's going to start talking about it like you promised. Any day now. <laughs> Don't hold your breath. A, a lot of it. A lot, <laughs> I've been on it for two years. <laughs> a lot of it that, that I know from uh, from uh, uh, the U.S. and uh, and uh, Canada, they voted against Luis Fugieta. I won't say their names because uh, I will never put them on the spot, but uh, they don't Good. agree with Luis Fugieta. I feel like I feel like he's going to squeak it out tonight. But even if he squeaks it out, I mean, that's still, I mean, let's say he squeaks it out, well, like 55, like 45. That means like still almost half the club hates you, you know? Like you're not like chilling anymore with your 80, 20 wins that you used to have, you know? I mean, like, and listen, all, all, all I got to say is, Verandas, we can hate as much as we, we want, and we do. I mean, let's make it, let, let's emphasize that we do hate him, me, you. And Danny, we hate him. We know that. Everybody knows that. Amen. But it was we can never say that Verandas was a socio de Benfica or a socio de Porto. Now, Luis Silveira was a socio de Porto mm -hmm. for 25 years and a socio de Sporting to, to use the swimming pools. And, <laughs> and, and, and Benficistas accepting that it shows how, how, how much they have a small brain. They have a brain this size. A scene, a scene, a scene. Canino. Because all they give a fuck is winning and it doesn't matter what. Not all Befiquistas. Not all. I'm not. I have a lot of Befiquista friends that they want to win the clean way. But it looks like the majority of Befiquistas, pouco importa como ganhar, ganhar é ganhar, nem que seja a batota, nem que seja um cu um gajo. Mais nada. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, exactly. <laughs> uh, I don't really have any. Yeah, go. Same thing for Portices, by the way. A uh, fruta, uh, trips to Brazil, e prostitutas, e o cara que isso foda. Como é que é? Putas de vinho verde. For those fuckers. <laughs> they, 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 lo they love to criticize Benfica. Yeah. But they they as corrupted as they uh, they were corrupted in in the eighties and nineties as much as Benfica is corrupted now. Yeah, agreed. Guys, update on the Benfica elections. The final socio has voted at the pavilion. The only thing that we're waiting on now is a line of voters at the the Seychelles house. Is the only place still open. All the other casas have finished their voting. In total. They're at around 37 to 38,000 Saucius voted, That's beating the previous record of 24,000. Wow. Which wow. is 
fucking insane. And honestly, I feel like that massive, massive turnout kind of could spell trouble for the incumbent president, I feel like. I'll believe it when I see it. Are these people coming out of the woodwork to solidify him? Or are they coming out of the woodwork because they're pissed off? Like, where did these, like, 16,000 extra people come from? I'm, I'm honestly, I'm going to say it's a bit of both. I think, I, I, I think more so- Benfica sausages are like, I think there's more of them thinking we got to either protect our president because the guy who's brought us to two European finals and has brought us almost the, the, the or got us the treta or whatever it was, the, the penta, no, or whatever. Penta, 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 penta you know, whatever they, the, 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 they're, they're going out. I think there's a lot of them going out to defend them. As much as there is a lot of them coming out of the woodworks and uh, trying to, uh, you know, get a new guy in and, and take the 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 advice of uh, if they Bruno, come uh, out, Bernardo da Silva, if they come out tonight and overwhelmingly back him, then I fucking hate all of them more than I more than I even thought that I did, <laughs> dude. Well, I, I think well, that's well, happening, then. or like at least he's winning. I think. But listen, it, but if, how much though? That's the important. Thing. I think by a if, significant amount. I'm if, say. if 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 Noronha if Noronha wins because that's the uh, the candidate that uh, could could win of the Benfica, don't expect it to be an easy uh, easy opponent because he's a real Benfiquista. He knows a lot about uh, Portuguese soccer, and he has a big influence in Portugal. But at least it'll start nice and clean, and then we'll know about all the corruption, or maybe not, that Philippe Vieira did at Befica. Because if I'm if I'm going to be elected the Befica president, the new one, the first thing I'm going to do is reveal all the corruption that went on, because I don't want to be my name to be tainted. Or you could just keep the gravy train rolling and just become the new king of the empire. <laughs> Which is going to happen, especially if, <laughs> if that Rui Gomes guy gets fucking elected. I'm guaranteeing you that's happening. <laughs> guaranteeing you, Chris and Danny. You could do it that way, but then your integrity and and your honor goes. Out oh the, yeah, out I mean, window. and uh, I'm not gonna roll that out as a very likely scenario. But hey, yeah. I mean, I still like to see him fall for nothing else other than you know it makes for great theater. You know, fuck him so. I hope he loses. So even if the new guy just sucks, then I hope that they vote him out in four years and they get on the president carousel just like us, you know? I think, Chris, I just, think just a quick I, example of, <laughs> of, uh, of a Luis Fiveira fan, by the way. George, George from uh, Football No Filter. I'm believing it's the same George, right? Right, Steph? Backing his... Pre- am, I, am I wrong on that, stuff? by the way? Cool. George Perigozu, is that the same one that did Football No Filter or um, is this a different one? I don't know if it's him, but uh, he's not a oh. fan of Lucio Vieira. Okay, then never mind. It's a different one. My bad. It might be him, but Jorge Fernandes is not a big fan of uh, Lucio Vieira. He never liked him. So, but anyways, this is a, a an example of a of a Benfiquista that that likes Lucio Vieira. Nothing wrong with that. Whatever you like, who you like. I'm just saying. I, I think there's a lot more of these Benfica fans than we think, and maybe the you know Twitter. Uh, Twitter will never deceive me ever again. Twitter had me believe Bruno Carvalho was fine. This guy lost by 71%. Uh, it had me believe that Trump had no chance. 
Trump won, as we've seen. Had he believed that, uh, and nothing wrong with that. That's what it made me believe. It made me believe my boy Jugmeet Singh was going to have some some fucking, uh, some more, or the NDP, at least in Canada, is going to have a bit more chairs in Parliament. They lost so much. So what I'm (laughs) saying is, I'm not believing fuck all from Twitter. I think this guy's going to, I think Luis Fivieta is going to win. Is what I'm saying mainly. No, but I'm gonna I'm gonna answer to to George Perigozo. The the reason why you shouldn't support your corrupt president is because he's winning via corruption. That's why, George. Because if you guys won in a clean way, then hey, thumbs up. There's nothing I can say. But you guys, the last few years, Befica won via corruption, and if you can see that, there's nothing I can do. The only thing you have to do, if you're Catholic, go to your priest and confess. <laughs> and more so on top of that, the only the only thing you really see uh, Benfica in terms of international media, media outside of Portugal, like when they're in the New York Times, it has nothing to do with the titles they're winning. It has more to do with how they're winning these titles, the negotiations they're doing with these with these uh, with these deals with George Mendes, with João Felix, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So uh, as much as you're saying that he took them from the shit from Valles uh, Vidu. Um, that was such a I'm long time sure. ago. But before him, it was it was Villarinho, and then after yeah. Villarinho, then it was him. So it was not even him; it was Villarinho. So George needs to check his facts as a Benfiquista. Uh, I, I guess he's not a real Benfiquista then because he would know all the facts. But uh, all I gotta say is, uh, Luis Fiera, once he gets kicked out of Benfica, he's going straight to jail. No, he's not. None of these guys oh. ever go to jail. You know, you know, you know who's protected. It's, him, now? it's almost impossible you know, to go to jail. No, you, you know, you know who's protecting him now. It's Benfica. the president of the country. The institution of Benfica is protecting him, but when the day becomes a citizen, not related to Benfica, sporting with Benfica, he's going to go to jail. You say. Don't hold your breath. I'm not going to hold no, my breath. I won't. I won't. I, I won't. do not too as well. I would love to see it, but I just have so little faith in justice ever being served to people like that. Um, especially in listen, Portugal. I'm, I'm glad, especially I'm, in Portugal. I'm glad you became a Portuguese, Chris. I'm, I'm glad, you know, because <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You know, and I'm glad you became a Portuguese because I could never be a, a fan of a club that has two different names, Sporting Lisboa E. Benfica, uh, yeah. you know, my club yeah. is Sporting Club Portugal, and that's it. That we don't have an end in between. Benfica, it's two different clubs, and then they merged, and then they still have three different dates. And I'm going to say that over and over again because to me it's fucking funny <laughs> that Benfica think they have one club and they have two clubs to support. And, and from my experience, every Brighton and whole Valvian fan I've met have been a bunch of fucking weirdos. West Bromwich Albion, like, are you West Brom? Are you, you know, yeah. fuck teams with two names is what I'm saying. Right in and out of crazy. Man. <laughs> I know. I like their logo, though. I like Bosnia and Hergoz and Herzegovina, however you pronounce that. Like, come on, pick a fucking name, you fucking stupid country. Am I right? Like, <laughs> just like Benfica and Sporting Lisboa. Like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yeah, David, uh, to our Braga buddy, uh, he, the, he did say this would be the last term he serves, uh, if he does win, which, he uh, then he'll, he'll be, 
he'll be then passing the reins off to Rui Costa, who will then be continuing the same sort of corruption that's been going on for years. Do not worry. There's no guarantee that he even actually sticks with the four years. That thing. too. That too. Uh, uh, Luis Figueiredo, especially when I remember when uh, Bruno Carvalho said just towards the end of his mandat, he said uh, about um, oh, what were the votes? We went to votes. Uh, and he said if he didn't get like the certain things passed, it was the things that he got that was like 90%, 88%, 87%. I forget what we were voting for. But anyways, he said that if he didn't get an overwhelming amount of votes that he would just stop, like he would, um, he, would he would quit as president. He would quit as president. Uh, and then Bafi keeps us all chirping, like, oh, this is da-da-da. Meanwhile, Luis Fivieta has said that about, like, 10 years prior. So, I mean, this isn't something new for Luis Fivieta to say. So, again, yeah, I'm with you. We'll, we'll see We'll see if this happens. If he does get reelected listen, today, listen. we'll see if in four I, years he's not running for it again. I, I, I respect more uh, Antonio Salvador, do Sporting Braga, than Benfica and Pintecosta put together. Benfica and, and uh, uh, the sport, uh, Luis Fouvier and Peter Corsa put together in a boat that sinks in the Titanic, that would be fucking great. Yeah. Oh, and sorry, this George guy, I forgot. I for Shout out to George, bro. I went to, I went to school with him. I totally forgot his last name. Shout out to my boy, George. George <laughs> Perigoso. Perigoso, yeah. That's his last name, Perigoso. Perigoso. I, I think, I thought... I thought it was Judge Freda. I'm not going to lie to you, but I guess it is. I don't know. No, it's not. Danny, it's no, I'm saying, Danny. I'm saying George. I, I also know what George Freda is what I'm saying. That's why it might not uh, be his last name. But anyways, that doesn't matter. Sorry to put your government out there, bro. My bad. Didn't mean to say, say your full name. He's, but he's, he's Canadian then. Yeah. He knows, he knows where I live, Steph. So please, like, before this guy fucking fucks me up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah any news on that oh yeah well we're still waiting for results so we're gonna be waiting here for a while but anyways that was a good uh one hour 100 voters left in line Mm. how many how many covid cases have uh have happened in lisbon since uh uh 64 (laughs) (laughs) probably (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I agree with David Pereira. Yeah. I like him too, but 17, 18 years as a president, it's hard to be clean in the league. Uh, I, I agree with him. I, I do. You can try a bit harder than him, though. <laughs> I agree with Josh Costa George. He said, uh, fuck Pink the Bosta corruption. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't like Pink the Costa. I think he's a, he's a cancer in the Portuguese food soccer. Uh, and he should have died a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> he might have. It might be a. It might be a yeah, weekend at Bernie's kind of thing. Stunt double or some shit. Nah, he, he's a. Pinto <laughs> Costa is the most corrupted he, he, uh, president uh, in in the Portuguese soccer. He overpasses Lucifiere. Lucifiere next to him, he's still in fucking elementary school. They're both. Yeah. It's an incredible one-two punch. Yeah, but. O Pinto Costa ganhou 22 campeonatos e 12 taças de Portugal via corrupção. O, o Luís Vieira is still playing catch-up. And <laughs> us, we're still below the line. I mean, we don't even know what corruption is all about. They, they blame us for, for cash ball. 
something that's been resolved for like two years now that we've been like <laughs> absolved. Do you, know, do you know what's the difference between us, Befica, and Porto? It's the, the administrators, they said that we're involved in the cash ball. They no longer supporting. The, the administrators, they said they part of Pinturado emails in Tupeira. They still at Befica and Porto. That's where the big fucking difference is. And and when you talk to Beficistas and about that, they, they don't want to hear that. But yeah. they have to hear it. The administrators that supposedly were involved in cash balls, they no longer get Sporting. But you are pitorado in fucking Tupeira in emails, they're still there and you applaud, uh, you applaud them. You still say, hey, viva Pintercosta, viva Pintercosta. And guys like Paul Gonçalves, who exactly. were, were out of the club, are still in it and never were actually out, but also are signing players on behalf of FedEx in like the most obvious some scheme of all time. Like, man, it, they're not even, they don't even try to hide it. It's just like, it's just so out in the open for everyone to see. Like, oh man. I mean, I guess you got to respect them, right? They don't, they just let it all out, right? They don't even care. That's they're, how they're the, that's how little confidence they have that something's actually going to happen to them. They're the I cockroaches, mean, bro. Nuclear bombs yeah. couldn't get rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, we we could talk about a few a few modalidades with no corruption. Let's talk about volleyball. Benfica dominates it. Yeah, there's no questions about that. Benfica is the best team. But then when we talk about futsal, Sporting is the best team. But there's there's not there's no corruption in involved in those modalities and that's why the best team wins but when we talk about soccer you could see that Befiquistas, the Befica was benefited one uh, the, the last years and Porto was benefiting in the 80s and the, and the 90s I mean if you don't want to if you don't want to admit it then you know you're, you're a dumb fuck <laughs> and, and my last thing on cashball though I've probably mentioned it a million times I'll just say it again I love how Benficistas are always like when we were going especially in the beginning when we started winning, dominating across all modalidades. Who cares about modalidades, bro? Football yeah. que importa. <laughs> I have yet to hear the end of cash ball, even though, again, we've been absolved of it. I thought you didn't care yeah. about modalidades. What's this cash ball you're mentioning right now, bro? Ever done. Ever done. Ever done. <laughs> because you know what? I had to hint this shit from Bruno and Josh Fernandes. They were talking about cash balls. And then last week or two weeks ago, and I got really upset with them, really mm. upset, which I fucking quit the podcast and I came back recently. <laughs> and I told them, and I told them exactly what you just said. How the fuck can you talk about cash ball when you don't give a fuck about modalidades? Yeah. And, and so, uh, listen, Porto fan can talk about modalidades, bro. Like you have what? Roller hockey and basketball? That's it. You don't even have a futsal team. That's like the second biggest sport in the in the country. Come on. <laughs> it's Come on, they have. They, How they do they have, not have one? That's so fucking crazy. They have basketball, a roller hockey, and they have a few other things. But uh, do hey, they have? Do they have volleyball? They have handball. Handball. Sorry. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. They have handball. Handball. handball they have a good team. Yeah. A little bit better than Sporting. We'll have to play a perfect game to win against them. They have a good, a good um, roller hockey team, basketball team. But we have a better team than them in basketball. And a good hockey team, which we have a better team than them. They do have volleyball females. They don't have a male volleyball. But our team volleyball, we just lost against fucking Izumurin. Uh, uh, what the fuck? So we'll talk about it uh, in a little while. 
Yeah, just last thing before we actually go into Muda Liga. Uh, a question from our boy David Pereira. Um, since we're since we're talking Liga, we might we might as well ask uh, answer this. Uh, thoughts of uh, 16th place uh, playing the third place in the second division to see who goes up and down. Something that Germany's been doing for quite some time. I I believe France yeah. does too. We I actually think. have that. We're doing. They're doing that this That's season. What I'm saying. So, what are you, what are your thoughts on that? Like, oh, uh, oh yeah, I like that. I like really it. Implemented this season, yeah. I like it. I think. I like it too. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. My boy George saying that he would love a uh, he would love Spartan to win a couple of titles. Miss his competition without corruption. I agree. Um. Give. Give us back 15, 16. Give us, give us what we deserve. <laughs> For this double, I'm not even. I don't want it. I want a different one at this point. We can't have this, this drought broken by that. <laughs> um. Anyways, Steph, since we were talking about modalidad that uh, a Sportingistas have always cared about, actually, give us uh give us a run through of uh, the modalidad. Uh, this past okay, weekend, so bro. I'm 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 gonna go down the, to the modalidades, but before I do so, I just want to bring up one topic, Miguel yeah. Albuquerque. And now, oh, yeah, the of, of both of you. And I'm gonna start with Danny. What what do you, what do you think happened, Danny? Mind you, I don't know everything. I I, I know what I'm reading off. I I uh, this domestic abuse thing. Listen, if if this happened, by all means. Take your take your suspension because fuck you first and foremost. But now I'm also hearing that it's it's been something that's been that Spartan has been aware of for the last like nine months. It happened 15 months ago, I think. 15 months ago, even worse. So with that being the case, action had to be taken. Now, if 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 they're suspending him because it's not looking good in court, or there was a court order that he is like guilty of these charges or whatever. Yes, all mean you're all, by all means you're doing the right thing, you know. Like, fuck you, buddy. Like your your actions have consequences. I know this is your job, and for most jobs, you know, uh, life is your 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 personal life is one thing, your job is another. But there are certain things that just can't happen, you know. Especially when you're a public figure, especially when you're representing Sporting, that shit just can't happen. That shit won't fly. If that's the case. Bon voyage, buddy. As as good as you've done for the modalidades, and as good as you've done for Sporting. Um, there, there's no excuses. You you have to be gone. If in a few years things change, whatever, that's the case. We'll see. N the only thing I'm I'm confused about, well, I'm confused about a lot of things in this topic, but that I agree with certain Spartanistas is that if if the club knew for fifteen for fifteen months and nothing really has come out or, or nothing really has been decided, there's been no court order, there's been no nothing. What is it with this suspension? It's a little weird. Uh, especially after he kind of declared that he was willing to, what what exactly did he declare that he was willing to to run for presidency or something like that? Or he made some sort of declaration, no? Yes. So so um, before before we go into that, what's your take on it, Chris? It's it's similar to Danny's. It's it's, it's exactly the same. Um, I don't really have anything else. I mean, if he okay. obviously it's bad, you, 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 we can't have someone leading as a leader in our club um, responsible for that. At the same time, um, you know, Sporting knew about it for for you know if they knew about it, and it's just like being abused used as a political tool because it's convenient right now. Then that's also gross. 
Um, yeah. But if they're actually taking it seriously because there was a development in the case, then that's fine as well. Um, yeah. Okay. So my my take on it is after listening to different podcasts and uh, and the news media and stuff like that, I think that was a checkmate by the uh, Valentes administration because they felt that it was a threat in the future to to overcome the Valentes administration for the next election, which will be in 2022, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so it's every four years. So uh, they took him out, checkmate. Sporting you about it for 15 months. Why do it now? Why wait all this time and do it now? So, of course, I'm against domestic violence. I have a wife and I have two kids. Uh, but you should have done it right there and then. You shouldn't have waited 15 months. Uh, not only it diminishes the sporting image, but also you killed this guy's career. Uh, and I'm, I'm not defending him because I am. 100% against domestic violence, 100%. But why mm -hmm. didn't you do it 15 months ago? Why would you wait now? So this is really, uh, it, it sounds like Trump and, and Biden elections, to tell the truth. Yeah. And it's it's disgusting. It's, uh, it's disgusting. Well, what, 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 do you, what, was it, what would you say the significance of now is, right? Why not wait even longer, right? Why not wait another year? Because exactly, uh, when the elections are coming. That would have been the perfect timing. If why, not, run. why not kill him now? Kill him now. Get rid of him now. Because once sure. once you you get rid of him, then you pick somebody else to to fill in the role, and he's he loses significance. So by yeah. the time there's ele elections next year, who the fuck is gonna remember about uh, Miguel Albuquerque unless there's someone that invests a lot of money on him? Yeah. Yeah, fair. And when they do talk about Miguel Albuquerque, it'll be, uh, oh, isn't that the guy that beat up his wife? You know? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 He'll have a really bad reputation. Yeah. They fucked up his reputation. He's done. He might as well start selling wine or bros or <laughs> sardines. <laughs> Listen, if, 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 if the last two years have taught me anything, he'll probably end up at Florence. <laughs> <laughs> with Andres Gerald. <laughs> not anymore, dude. Ferenc got hijacked, bro. That's not... He can't go there anymore. <laughs> well, he was doing deals with Ferenc, at least. Yeah. So if that did, if that last two years taught me anything. This is gonna be a is gonna be a super fucking team in Mudalidad in the next in the next five six years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about Mudalidad. Um, <laughs> so handball, we went to uh, Madeira Sado and uh, Sporting won uh, 34-28 against a tough opponent. Always tough to win at Madeira. But we pulled it off, so congrats to our team. Uh, our basketball team also went went to Madeira, and uh, we won 87 to 72 away, which uh, that was a tough game and a good win by them. Um, Miss uh, Soccer, we won away at Santa Clara again in uh, Arquipelago dos Açores in uh, in São Miguel. We won two one with two goals from Potts. Very good game from our senior team. We we dominated the team, which we spoke about, so I don't need to go into, into details. Our B team spanked uh, 
a balance balance sad b so b sad they're not balance uh they defect balance we won four one so we're in first place in our division futsal we won three two against modicus for the fans that do follow uh futsal they know that modic is one of the top teams in portugal uh besides sporting and Benfica, modic and bragas they the, the best uh, teams in uh, in the portuguese league um and the uh <clears throat> the ladies they won uh we lost 5-1 against uh leon's Sal, which that was pretty bad in the first game of the season uh, but they have time to redeem themselves so Let's give them time. They have new players. It takes time to to uh, find the dynamics. Uh, Okim Patins, we had a tough game against Turkel. We went away. We went seven two, uh, which is that's that's a phenomenal score. Uh, so we're still in the, in the top of the standings. Um, in the uh, females, Okim Patins, we won five nothing against Camp Dorik. So good game by by our females. Um, Tennis de Mesa. Uh, ping pong, we won 4 1 against San Roque, which is a good team, and 3 2 against Calumar. Um, and let me see if there's anything more significant. Volleyball, we 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 lost against 3 2 against Ismurin, which that's pretty much embarrassing. Our team should win against Ismurin, and lo losing against them, we, we lose all the credibility. Uh, up to this point, we won every game except for Befica, which Befica, they do have a better team. Uh, and um, that was embarrassing to, to lose against Ismuri, which they deserve to win anyway. Uh, we won uh, the next game on, on Sunday against uh, uh, Caldas de Reina 3 0. Uh, and then the ladies, they won against Braga 3 0. And that's all I got from Modalidades. Perfect. Um, nothing else more to discuss except for uh, Sunday's game, which uh, actually falls on my brother's 30th. Shout out to my bro, nice. David Saldaigna. Make sure to follow him on Twitter. Another grand Leon. Ha another reason why I'm a Leon. That's also. Um, but anyways, you got yeah, to invite him. him to the podcast. Listen, I would love to have David on, but David doesn't want to come on. That's the only problem. Why? I also want to have my, my buddy Patrick on when, Porto play, when we play Porto. But yeah. he also doesn't want to. Uh, yeah, Patrick, Patrick Koto. Koto. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 that one. I like him too. He's Come on, he's Come on boys. He listens to us sometimes. Well, actually, Patrick listens to us more than my own brother. You know, thanks for the support, bro. But <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you know, like, uh, yeah, I would love to have them on. Even this, my my boy George Ferreira, bro. We can have, uh, we can talk about uh, all our elementary school days. I, I don't remember a lot of it. I have to, I have to be honest with you now, but. If, even David Breda, we got to we got David Breda when Braga plays for sure, Braga for sure, definitely. I like him because so many, he's always on the so many rival fans yeah. that we love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. they're not shitheads; they actually decent people. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, actually, before we, this can be a quick subject because it kind of has something to do with us. If it does go through European Premier League, you you guys think it'll actually happen? Twenty twenty two is the projected date. Potential. Where hmm, it'll take over the Champions League, basically. Uh, yeah. Little little teams like ours will be get fucked, basically, if this does happen. But uh, I'm scared. I really hope it doesn't. It, there's no point. It'll, it'll defeat the purpose of, der of derbies, for example. Um, you know. Anyways, yeah. 
I don't, so, I don't like it, but I feel I feel like it has momentum, and I feel like it's had momentum for a while behind the scenes. Yeah. How many how many teams in that league? Like sixteen or something. I'm assuming yeah, they're saying 16, 18. They're 16, they're trying to deduct. Yeah, they're deducting the Premier League. If this does happen, the Premier League they want to shorten that as well, so that the the, the schedules aren't too tough. Uh, basically, on the English teams with sixteen teams or eighteen teams, eight of them are going. Uh, maybe eight's exact. No, I'd say eight of them are going to the English teams. Six at least. At least six, exactly. I'm saying eight because then you'll. I think they'll still include Everton and and Leicester, who are outside the top, the traditional top six. Yeah. And then you know you have three teams in Spain. You'll have a, a at least one team in France. At least I'd say two at least, but probably three or four teams in Germany as well. That's um, really it. Uh, no, sorry, I'm forgetting Italy. And Italy has so many like, Juve, Inter, AC. Like these historic clubs are obviously going to get into it too. I think so. At least. Portugal won't even get in. No, if at best maybe one, at best. But what's the you point? You might as well keep Champions League if that's the case, or at least so, expand the league into like thirty something teams. But even then, it's it, it'll be ridiculous because it's just. It, one, it'd be too many teams, but two, it, it'll just defeat the purpose of domestic of domestic yeah, league. Yeah, that's the know? problem. It just kills the magic. It kills the magic. And with coronavirus, this doesn't make much sense because this isn't magically going to go away with when twenty twenty one comes. No, you know, this is this is going to be a, an issue we're dealing with for a long time. Even if they do yeah. make a vaccine, like who wants to take it? I mean, this is a separate issue, but you know. Anyways. Yeah. I gotta tell you, if they come up with this fucking league, European Premier League, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, well, watch. Uh, no, we'll I watch am done. I'm, we'll do a basketball podcast. Don't even worry about <laughs> it. We'll no, I mean, I mean, the, the thing is, I'm still gonna follow Sporting Club Portugal, but I won't follow the league. I won't spend one cent in that fucking stupid league. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, if you want a a, a league of uh, millionaires and rich rich teams, then fuck you. I'm not interested. What makes it fun? is uh, an outside team underdog winning it just like in baseball and basketball and you know i mean i know what they want they want to make money 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 that's all yeah but i i'd say that i'd argue that even if anything they're making short-term games and in the long term they're fucked um but i don't know maybe i'm wrong but anyways uh yeah and as richard's saying there'd be no portuguese teams no russian teams no dutch teams so no ajax um, my boy George saying we'll watch Miguel Oliveira in moto. So, yeah, no, Sorry, but ahead, so, so make it fair and square. So if if you want to come up with a league like that, then make it equally the same: two from England, two from France, two from Portugal, two two from Italy. You know, make it equally the same. Don't be a hypocrite. Don't make yeah. it to because because uh, the Premier League can. Can have six teams because they got the most money. No, fuck you. It should be equally the same across the board, you know. Yeah. And it, it, if you look at the UEFA ranking, we rank number six. Portugal, we we yeah. behind France, and then we have uh, Russia behind us. Behind us. So 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 the first six teams or seven teams, they should have two teams. So that's twelve teams. Two times six is twelve. So then you have the lower te- the lower teams that should get at least one team in, and that's the way it should be. 
It shouldn't be, I don't give a fuck about Manchester United and Manchester City and, and Tottenham. It should be only two teams from England. I yeah. mean, that's the way it should be. Then that'd be, yeah, that'd be pointless to even do that anyway. I, I, I hope it doesn't happen. I don't think it'll happen, but who knows? It's been, it's, there's been murmurs of it for so many years now that it, it very well might. Um, you, you, know, you know, if it's only one Portuguese club, you know who's going. I'll give you guys a hint. It's not Spartan. No, <laughs> it's not Spartan. the team that hasn't won in 19 years. I'll give you that no, for free. It won't be. Yeah, it will. It'll be most likely uh, Benfica. Sporting, no, Sporting Lisboa e Benfica. Scopa. Ah, so meaning it's still two clubs from Portugal. <laughs> Pow. <laughs> Anyways. Let's go into Sunday's game. No, no. Uh, go ahead. Not Pawok. Not Pawok. Not You said Pawok. You said Pawok. You said Pawok. You said Pawok. Yeah, let's go into uh, Sunday's game, November 1st. Sporting uh, go to Tondela uh, at a 3 o'clock kickoff, at least in the Eastern Standard Time. That'd be, I believe, 8. Um in uh in Portugal, anyways, um, guys, what are your thoughts on uh, the upcoming game? I'm expecting hopefully much of the same, like a team that just kind of sits back, allows us to kind of play our game. Hopefully, we can be more efficient, create more good chances, be you know actually hit the target with those chances, and hopefully put out starts because I think the team's better with. With him in the starting lineup, or with him in the lineup, yeah, or at the very least, Tiago Tomas. Yeah, not Jovan at striker anymore. You can play him on the wing, yeah, um, but I don't think he should start up top. Agreed. And maybe Joao Mario instead of Matheus Nunes, who I thought had a pretty bad game as well in the middle. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. How about you, Steph? Uh, I agree. So the switch I would make it would be. Um, Matheus Nunes with Joe Mario and um, Giovanni. Either you drop him to one of uh, the wings and then you lose Nunsense or Pot. And then uh, I would start with Sporad. Uh, Sporad needs to, to play from the get go because he'll be a presence in inside the box. Uh, but I, I like Giovanni. I, I don't think Giovanni is inferior to. To noon cents, but I like put put uh, better than uh, noon cents or Giovanni because he's very creative, and you could see the third goal out of nothing. That was a beautiful goal. That was outside the box. Yeah. Not an easy goal to score. It looked easy, but it's not. It was not it's inside not. the box. Outside the box. <laughs> it's not an easy goal. You made it extremely easy. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, I, I was just saying, and it was near post, and usually keepers have that near post like marked, so not an easy yeah. goal at all. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, of uh, uh, you know Fernandes, yeah, Bruno Fernandes, yeah. yeah. Even uh, his leadership style, you know, he yells at his teammates and all that stuff inside the pitch. I like, I like that. I love that. I love the fact he tells his fucking teammates, "What the fuck are you doing?" You know, next time do a better job, pressure more, you know. He's got the leadership skills that what it takes for it. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's a captain anytime soon. I know Padinha was uh, promoted to to the status of captain or sub-captain. 
which mm. that's a great choice, by the way. He, he made yeah, some great. phenomenal plays, Padilla. Phenomenal plays, Padilla. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and I believe Joel Mati, at least that was the rumor when he came in. Joel Mati was also another one. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm with you guys. I'm, I'm expecting, I'm hoping that Joel Mati was in the squad. I, I'm actually going to actually make a, a hot take that Joel Mati should take Jovan's position on the wing, not in the middle, but on the wing. Um, one, because that was his best, um, his best, uh, you know, time at Spartan was on the wing. It wasn't actually in the midfield or his best time in his career, player, really. Right? It was, it was the right? yeah. yeah. Um, or, uh, and I would also, you know, drop Matheus Nunes, yeah, for sure, for a midfield of Palinga and, uh, and um, if not Joao Mario, then of, um, of Pot. Braganza. Oh, Braganza. I would love Braganza, but then it would be too many. See, this is the thing that we mentioned in the, in the beginning. Like, there's too many good midfielders for us to only be really playing, like, two in there. I would have loved, like, a three, and then maybe, like, Braganza, Palinga, Pot and then João Mario on the right, Nuno Santos or Jovan on the left, Sporad or Tiago Tomaj up top. I, I, and, uh, Johnny mentioned it earlier. These are good headaches to have. We finally have good headaches. True, you know? true, very um, true. Hopefully, I can. We, we'd see uh, uh, Eduardo Curajma coming back into the lineup. We'll see. We'll see. Yes, of course, yes, 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 yes. Another thing I, I would love to him. see. I would swap him with Neto in two seconds. In two seconds, Bro. I would put Quaresma back and take take out Neto. I'm at the point where I'd rather I see a pylon than fucking Neto. I'm gonna be honest with you. He'd probably yeah. make less. The pylon right. would make less defensive mistakes. <laughs> I like Neto as a as no, a, as a no. human being, and no. every time he's come on and spoke, he's done well. I, I I remember very vividly his when he came out to speak against Braga last year when we got fucked yeah. over in the Tasa de Liga. Sick guy. And he's not—he's not the worst defender by all means I've seen at Spartan. I still remember Nabisar. I still know Tiago Lodi is somewhere in Spartan. You know, like <laughs> I, I, I oh, know that's... we could do a lot worse than Neto, but I also know there's a lot more solutions than Neto. And Neto is another no, one that, pro- like, like, uh, like, uh, sorry, I'll, I'll finish quickly. Like Antunes, though Antunes has yet to really prove it yet. But like Antunes, he's one of those signings that I get why the leadership did it. They, they wanted experience and Portuguese experience, but I don't think it was a, a, a signing we necessarily needed. And, and it was no. kind of just, like Chris no. mentioned, it, burning money. It, it, well, yeah, I agree with Chris and I agree with you. It was burning money. It was a waste of fucking money. It was a waste of time. It was a waste of position because now you could develop our players from our youth. And that's my take on that. Neto is, is good as a backup. Koresma yeah. has to start because Koresma knows how to control the ball and move forward. Neto only passes to the back and sideways. He doesn't know how to fucking make a final decision, a, a, a the final pass. He has no vision whatsoever. He's very limited. And that's why I struggle with Neto. Neto is a great defender, but offensively, when he has to move the ball from, from defensively to the midfield, and, and and have a great vision of the game, he does not have it. He's very limited. When you see the way he plays, it's him. Patras or Polad. Patras or Polad. Patras or Polad. And we don't need that shit because we struggle t- tremendously against Silvi Vicente. We wasted a lot of time passing to the back and the side. The back and the side. Derrière à côté. Derrière à côté. Chin, chin, chong. Chin, chin, chong. I Chinese. <laughs> Foda-se. És bom com a língua, hein? Ah. <risos>
Ask my wife, she'll tell you. <laughs> oh. Anyway, score predictions. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I think Spartan keeps the uh, W's going. By the way, I, I for sure just jinxed Spartan by saying that. Uh, but uh, I'm gonna say an, another another two one. God, oh well, we won three one today, but another two one win. <coughs> Woo! What do you guys um, say? Thank you. That's I'm gonna that. say coronavirus. 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 Sporting. One other important thing, yeah, they're not losing to Tondell at home. Another home game, so yeah, yeah I uh, I don't think we're losing. Fair enough. How about you, Steph? I'm gonna say three nothing Sporting. Who's scoring three all nothing. these goals, man? That's been the U- problem. Usted Teixeira, Christian Oliveira, you Denis Salvador. All right. Mau mau. Yo, George, tell these guys about me, bro. Tell them how many goals I used to score against you and Net. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, do you, all right. <laughs> so, what was that stuff? Do you remember him now? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I mentioned. I. I just did. He's using a different. Like he's using an alias as a last name. Oh. Of course, I remember him. Yeah, you dated his sister, right? Hey, no. Hey. No, of course not, man. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I do know him. I do know him. He's. I think Does he, he lives down the sister? street still. I don't Does think he so. Have a sister? I don't oh. think so. He might. I don't think. I don't know his siblings. I know him. <laughs> but shout out, shout out to my boy George. Um, pretty good. He, asked, he pretty actually, good. he actually asked a question of of if we should value, uh, like, if the Portuguese media should value other sports, not soccer. I just want to say that this yeah. podcast for the last three years have been trying to value everything. I mean, everything sporting, but not only the soccer team, just everything, bro. So of course we do. Of course we do. We're, our biggest gripe is the uh, Portuguese media. But anyways, shout out to everybody that was joining us in the chat. Shout out to my boy Fake MMHD all the way from the UK. Our boy Richard Neves. My boy George Perigoso. George Ferreira. Uh, George Costa. George all the way uh, down under. New York's finest. Johnny Sinheiro, of course. The best Braga fan around. David Pereira. Uh, who else do we have here? Our, our, um, our boy Gabriel Couto who just discovered um, that fans of Spartan live outside of Portugal today. Shout out to my boy, though. Uh, we still do love and appreciate the support. Shout out to Joel Leão, um, all the way from uh, – well, at least he was in Luxembourg. I believe he might be now in Indonesia or Singapore. No, I think he's back. He's back he's in Luxembourg? Back. I think so. I think he's back. He can correct us if he's wrong, if we're wrong. I think he's back, though. Sick. Sick nonetheless. <laughs> nonetheless. Our boy Yano saying he misses Lietzen. Who doesn't? I actually mentioned Lietzen. Me and my dad mentioned Lietzen today at the game. Uh, how we missed him, like, going after uh, these dead balls, going to the keeper. And, of course, our boy Francisco Mach and everybody else who asked us a Twitter question today. Thank you guys for joining us and, and interacting with us. We do appreciate it. Follow us on Instagram at, at Spartan160EN. On uh, Twitter, of course, where we're mainly active, Spartan160EN. Our Facebook page, Spartan160EN. Um, our spread shirts, Sparting 160EN. Um, our LinkedIn, Sparting 160EN. Fucking <laughs> <Our> MySpace. <laughs> Follow us over there. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll see you guys very, very soon. Hopefully with more Sparting victories. And um, and hopefully uh, we'll see what happens with the uh, with next door with uh, our neighbors and their election oh yeah i mean i think we're i think results are coming in the next 
hour, I think. So think we're so. gonna be off. That's- we're gonna be off, but Twitter could pop off. <laughs> mm, it could very well pop off. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm gonna check my phone one last time and give you guys the last update that that's on there because I've just been refreshing the live election thing on record. The last news, the urn, or this is two minutes ago, the, the, the voting urns in Seychelles, which is the last house that were open, is now closed. Um, they're now just counting. 38,000 votes. So everyone wow. has voted. All the houses are closed. So hmm. I'm sure they've already been counting this whole time, but now everyone has officially voted. And shout, 200, shout. 281, uh, 281 Mefica Socios from North America voted of those hey, 38,000. So shout out to wow. those 281. I know quite a few. I know quite a few of them. Like, seeing see, uh, Mario. Who, Sergio. Who, um, Th- that's like six of the Sergio. 280 right there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I uh, know, you know, great friends of mine, get great fiquices, which I can interact with them and uh, great people. A shout out to Paul Costa. He, yes, I was uh, just about to mention. Yeah. Our boy. He said Sporting Caralho. Yeah. No, it's Sporting Caralho, Sporting Club Portugal. Uh, <laughs> but it, uh, I, I know Paul, Paul Costa is, is a good friend of mine. He's a, he's a real Sportingista. He used to listen to, to Three Tugas a lot. Uh, yeah. Three Tugas, you know, uh, they should they should be coming up anytime soon. So sick, I miss those guys. Anyways, Olympianizing. <laughs> I love that. That's, that's why Jeff I have to end it. it. <laughs> Listen, we can we can talk about Befica, but we gotta end it with this. <laughs> uh, anyway, my, my next trip is gonna be to uh, is gonna be to uh, Australia. <laughs> Fun fact, my parents almost immigrated to Australia before coming to Canada. So I could have been down under. But instead I'm, I'm up FC north. Fan. I'm up north, Why? yeah. Why? They didn't get the work permit. Perth glory. <laughs> yeah, Brisbane you look, roar. <laughs> you look Canadian, yeah. I know. Look, I'm branquinho, bro. What's whiter? My t- my sweater or my skin, bro? For the skin. <laughs> o inverno já veio, caralho. <risos> é bonito para caralho. <risos> Obrigado, mano. <risos> é, 